0: Alright, guys, on today's episode, we are gonna kind of take a newish technique to the gear corner and we're gonna apply it to a different type of circuit. The technique that I'm referring to is what we did with the fuzz face off, the compressors in front of them and the EQs after them. I'm really excited about this first pedal because it's the most common pedal ever. It was one of the first distortion pedals for guitar that I ever bought back in the day when I first started playing. This was this was one of the first distortion pedals that I ever had in my arsenal. So let's say the first five pedals that I ever had for bass and guitar this would be one of them, and I'm referring to the one that everyone thinks is, oh, it's so fizzy, and you, you can't get good tones out of it, and it's a tone sucker, and blah, 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 um, yeah, it's going to be the Boss DS-1, sup, little orange box of awesome, it's all in how you use it, get creative, man, if you're just looking for something that's going to be guitar into pedal into amp, well, this could very well be the thing that works if it doesn't work for you okay think outside the box so in this case we're going to leave the pedal in one setting but we're going to get creative with how we utilize our compressor and our 10 band EQ mainly it's going to be something along the lines of does it need a compressor or not so on or off the EQ is going to be used on every capture and we're probably going to manipulate a few frequencies here and there just to tweak ever so slightly. Here is our first example. We are using a 6L6 tube power amp section going into a Marshall 60A, which is the slant cab. So here's our beloved distortion on its own, nice and quiet. great tone, but it's nice and thin. So check this out, if we add the compressor to it, this is without, with compressor, without, with, So I know it's hard to hear at the moment, but that's where the 10-band EQ comes in. 1 dB boost on 125 Hz, a 1 dB boost on the 250 Hz, 2K is up 2 dB, 4K is up 3 dB, and then we're back down to flat on 8 and 16K. Just the distortion on its own. Now check out the EQ. take that signal and add the compressor. I'm going to play without and then with.
1: Without compressor. With compressor.
0: It's subtle. But, here's where that subtlety comes into play. Notice that the noise floor goes away when I switch to the quad cortex. Yep, so now we're at the quad cortex, and check this out. change cabinets and get a different capture now we are uh, switching to a Marshall Vintage 412 that cab also is run by a 6L6 power tube section Uh, the compressor and the EQ have both changed DS1 still has the distortion knob all the way up the level knob is all the way up and the tone knob is at 12 noon. So on the compressor, I've got a relatively high ratio, and I am on a uh, bus mode of the dark glass hyperluminal compressor. I have the output at four o'clock. The compression itself is dimed. The blend is at 12 noon, and the time is at 10 o'clock. That going into the DS1, go into the 10 band EQ, and this is where we did a good bit of tweaking as well. Uh, Right now we've got a 1 dB add for 60 hertz, 2 dB add for the 125 hertz, a 4 dB add for the 250 hertz, and then it slopes back down as a notch into zero the flat for 500 hertz. Uh, 1k we start seeing a rise back up at 1dB boost. The 2k is kind of a drastic lift up and peaks at 5dB. Sloping back down to the 4k which is at 4dB. The 8k which is at 2dB and 16k is back at 0. So it's a nice gradual slope down but it really opens up. And the reason why is because with the Marshall Vintage cabinet, it really opens up the high mids and highs. And so it almost sounds like you're reducing a little bit of the drive, um, but in a good way. And it still has a lot of good chug when you go to bridge mute. But if you're doing cord ring, which I do a lot, there's a lot of open glassy clarity. Uh, here is... Our reference. Notice the noise floor.
1: And it's lovely.
0: But, notice the noise floor is gone now. We've switched to the Cortex. And this is our capture of it. But still plenty of room to play with an EQ, but yeah, that's a beautiful capture, so we're going to move on to the next cabinet. In this next experiment, and it really was, I have switched to a a Marshall Silver Jubilee that's uh, Vintage 30 loaded, which, as some people are aware, the Vintage 30 is kind of the ideal speaker go-to for metal and rock and everything else in between. We have changed the compressor and the EQ. Micro adjustments on the EQ, a little more open and playful with the low end and uh, the compressors, what really got focused on now. We're still on a bus compressor, but I've changed the ratio to pretty much wide open. I think it's a one to two ratio. Whatever the first setting of ratio is, it's on, but it's very open. Uh, from there, uh, starting at the bottom, our output is at two o'clock. Moving up to the blend is at one o'clock. Moving over to the right, which is time, is at 10 o'clock. And moving down to the right, which is the compression, is at 1 o'clock. So, really opened up the compressor. Uh, DS-1 stayed the exact same. And then the 10-band EQ now has a little bit of a boost in the low end. And I mean by like 1 decibel. On the 125 uh, hertz and the 250 hertz. Still at zero for uh, the 500, 1 dB for 1K, 3 dB for 2K, 5 dB for 4K, back down to 4 dB of 8K and 0 dB of 16K. The gain is still all the way up on the 10 band EQ, but the volume is now down plus 4 dB, and that allowed a little more headroom with this cabinet and the 6L6 power tube section, and the Cortex got its input volume boosted by that 4 dB that we took out of the 10-band EQ, and it really, really responded well. So notice the noise floor is about to come on, and that means we're switching to our reference tone. Here's the reference,
1: like sounds good,
0: and now we've got our Cortex. So, it's definitely going to cut through the mix a lot better immediately. I can see on the screen the wave files are much more wrangled. Even with it being lower peaks and valleys, there's still much more clarity and definition, even in the wave file from the capture. Again, the whole point is that you could take a $40 pedal and make it sound. Totally
1: trackable like this.
0: Beautiful. Next cab, next set of tricks. All right, for this next cabinet, we are using a uh, 412 Celestian Greenback cabinet, still run by 6L6s. Um, not much has changed on the EQ and on the compressor. We basically backed it off a bit. Backed it off on all fronts. So, blend is at 1 o'clock. Output is at 2 o'clock. Time is at 10 o'clock. And compression is at 1 o'clock. Uh, that being said, here is reference tone. Notice the noise floor. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Obviously, but noise floor is gone. We've moved to cortex, it opens up. It's completely useful. All right, excellent, next cabinet. Uh, compressor's pretty much the exact same. EQ's pretty much the exact same. Made a little bit of a boost in the 250 and the 4K. 250 hertz, four kilohertz. Um, but we moved on to the cabinet that's based off of two eminent speaker impulse responses. And these are from Imminence website, and this is uh, two different speakers. One of them, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is Mick Thompson's signature from Slipknot, uh, DV77, and then the Swamp Thang. Yeah, baby, all about that Swamp Thang. So this is the blend of that cabinet. Here is our reference. Tone noise floor is low. Here's the cortex. Notice still there's so much sustain, but there's clarity, and there is the ability to hear each and every one of those individual notes in the chord. That's going to pair really well with uh, something like the Mesa Gargantuan, which we will get to shortly. Next cabinet. Alright, so for our next cab, we've moved on to another Eminence uh, creation. This one is a blend of blends. To explain, uh, one blend is a CV and DV speaker cabinet, and the other is another cabinet that has three microphones that are different on one speaker and blended. We have slightly boosted a little more of the 125 Hertz, and that is it. In opinion, it gives such a complementary tone to stack with something that in comparison almost sounds like it's out of phase or something of that nature, but that's the beauty of it, you know? You stack those together and you get one ultimate tone and then you just adjust the levels of which one you want to be more present, essentially. But here, notice the noise floor, we're going to our reference. Not much noise
1: floor. <laughs>
0: Go to the Cortex. clarity such a great capture once again proving you can take a $40 pedal and make it sound amazing all right next cabinet keeping the compression the exact same keeping the DS-1 obviously the exact same Uh, we've just manipulated the 10 band EQ to simply give a little more depth and character To the 6L6 tube power amp section into a Mesa oversized cabinet. It's currently capturing, so I haven't heard the Cortex yet, but the reference tone sounds legit. Sounds awesome. So, I can only imagine. It it has a very slim chance of not turning out well uh, as far as going into the Cortex and Cortex processing it. So, here is our Reference. Notice the noise floor. Good tone. Noise floor is gone. Cortex tells us, survey says. I mean, dude, that is great. And there's still the next cab to come, which is the gargantuan, which is absolutely rushing. Here's the next cab. And dude that tone alone is just so so inspiring for riffage riff inspiring tone right there all right here is the cortex <laughs> Sounds great to me. We've got two more cabs and then we will be done with the DS1 rabbit hole. Everything else is the exact same on the compressor, the DS1 and the 10 band EQ. Switched the cabinet to a 412 greenback, but our power amp section has now changed and this is not 6L6 power tubes, this is KT88 power tubes. So yeah, super stoked, and it sounds excellent. Here's our reference. Substantially lower noise floor and... I mean super beautiful, super beautiful final magic trick of the DS-1 rabbit hole Uh, we have left the compressor the same, the DS-1 is the same, we manipulated the 10 band EQ ever so slightly uh, in order to bring down the higher frequency arc, Uh, that meaning that it spans anywhere from the 1k all the way to the 8k Uh, Keeping the same relative uh, proportion of the arc, but moving everything down about 2 dB, we are now going into an uber shell loaded with the 75s, and this is EL84s as the power tube section. Here is our reference tone. Thank you. Good night. Okay, so there you go. Uh, hopefully some of you have learned some things and some of you are like, yep, I already knew that one. And some of you are like, oh, wow, that's super stupid. Whatever. If you have any questions, comments, criticisms, remarks, love letters, death threats, email me. podcast at gmail.com We have reached the end of this episode thank everyone of you who support this form of art um, thank you to everyone that is specifically supporting Bunker Brigade uh, Earl and Rusty and I all appreciate it, very much so cheers to you. we'll see you next time